Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound cartel. But that's how it's always been done. A lazy response at best, particularly when it comes to managing people. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Who's really benefiting from the standard approach to people management? And perhaps it should be called human management, a reminder that we're flesh and blood, complex and individual, not robots. Mark LeBusque is a Harvard-trained consultant, author and founder and director of The Human Manager. His passion is humanising workplaces by enabling staff to shine and businesses to grow. Mark believes the traditional approach to managing people is like old wiring and that over time, the house has caught fire. But not to fear, he has seven steps for managers to avoid an explosion. But before we get there, Mark tells me what the old notions of people management are and how they're adding fuel to the fire. I think the first one is this managing by fear. So this whole idea that's, you know, the carrot and the stick, the micromanagement, you know, speak to your people when things aren't going well. So it's always about the bad news and not the good news. Focusing on the KPIs, um, focusing on humans as outputs rather than as human beings. And I think the other one is only acknowledging good work when you're involved in it. So, you know, taking the credit for work. I think they're the things that still stick out and add fuel to the fire of, you know, managing under a very old, 100-year-old management system that we've become so used to using. Mm. So the seven steps to rebalancing these issues can't really begin, you say, without a solid foundation. And so what is that? Well, the foundation of all of this, if you imagine it to be the foundation for a house, is trust. So we've got to reimagine how we look at trust as managers and leaders. So rather than I'm going to trust you when you demonstrate to me that you're capable. I'm going to actually trust you until you give me a reason not to trust you. So imagine if you thought that everyone came to work with good intention to do good work rather than someone's coming to work to make me look bad. So I'm always looking for the things that they're not doing, which means I don't trust them. And, you know, look at today with COVID. People are working from home now. And 15 months ago, managers were saying, you can't work from home because we don't trust that you'll be doing your work. This experiment, let's call it, has proven that we can trust human beings to do good work when they're not being seen. So it's got to start there. It must start with trust. And you've got to reframe the way you look at trust. Okay, so then the first step to rewriting your management style is to create a safety net. Can you describe this safety net a little bit? Yeah, certainly. So imagine it like this. You're, you're on the trapeze at, in the circus and they say there's no net below you. You just better make sure that you don't fall off. So the safety net from a work perspective is the manager saying to people, I want you to experiment. I want you to try different things. I want us to be creative and innovative. But let you know too that if things don't quite go right, that I'll be there to catch you. I'll be there as your net, as your safety net. The other one is all managers should really think about this too. I want you to challenge me as well. I don't want you just to sit there and nod your head so that if you do challenge me, I'm not going to find a way to get back at you. My safety net there is that I'll accept that because I accept that you do it with good intention. 
And we don't want to turn into a, a groupthink mentality. So that's the second one. And the third one, I call this one humanovation. It's a bit of a crazy word, but creating a, an environment where people can create what I call a to-be list. So how you choose to be on a day, as in go to a meeting, and rather than what are we going to do right now, the manager should say, how do you choose to be? So it might be, I choose to be I choose to be challenging today. I choose to be quiet today. I choose to be reflective. I choose to be curious, allowing people to feel safe enough that it's not just about what they do, but it's how they choose to be when they turn up. So I think they're the three ones that help to create that solid safety net. Well, the second step, you say, is to have a clear purpose. Yeah, so um, I look at what I call R and C here, relevance and contribution. So two questions that managers, all managers should talk, and it shouldn't only take five minutes to talk to their people about is, why are you relevant and how do you contribute? Because human beings as a social species want to belong. So I think if we can give them really clear purpose where you say, I understand why I'm relevant and I understand how I contribute as an individual to my team, to my department and to my organisation's strategic goals, it makes me feel like more than just one of a number of people in the organisation. So I think that's how you get to clear purpose. Mazars is an international audit, tax and advisory firm committed to helping clients confidently build and grow their businesses. Experience a new perspective with Mazars. Visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S.com.au. And creating more leadership opportunities is the third step, which can be very encouraging for staff. Yeah, absolutely. So thinking again about leadership in a different way, that leadership isn't about your place in the hierarchy or your title, and that what managers should be thinking about is that everybody in their team has an ability to demonstrate leadership. And I use that word very deliberately, demonstrate, which means it's something that you do, not a fancy title that you have. And what managers should be looking for is creating opportunities for their people to step into their own leadership. Like maybe sitting in a meeting with them with the next level up or or representing the group in something. Just simple things they can do would be really useful to create moments of leadership. Well, the fourth step is listen and learn. I mean, it sounds obvious, but explain what you mean by that. Okay, so let's start with the, the anatomy. Two ears, one mouth. And as a manager, this is the place where we hit into that other social construct for humans is building deep connection. And look, I have five simple questions that I say all managers should talk to their people about. What do you expect from me? What's your work style preference? How do you get balance? What's great leadership look like? And then what are your three most important values? And if you ask your people to answer those questions and you listen to them, your level of connection will be amplified like you wouldn't believe. And people will start to be very engaged. Well, that's right. Balance is critical is another very encouraging step. Tell us more about that one. Okay, so we've got to get rid of the term work-life balance for a start because work is part of your life. And I like to look at it as what I call life design. So it's giving your people permission to talk about not just what they do at work, but what they do outside. What do they do for self? What do they do with family? What do they do in community? And giving people permission to maybe leave early because they want to go and do something with their family or they're involved in some sporting pursuit or that they don't feel guilty 
if they're not there at eight o'clock and they're not there at six o'clock. And I think by giving people that permission to have balance, and then I'm going to say this too, role modeling it yourself is a really, really critical way that people can feel like they can be more human. Well, following on from that, the sixth step is to unlock the potential in your staff. How do managers really go about doing this? So what they shouldn't do is is a once a year, write down the three things you want to be when you grow up um, and really sit down with people and, and get them to do, I'm going to say this, managers should get the people to do a lot of the work. So if you're serious about your career, I'm going to give you time to sit down and work through that and then come and talk to me about it. So I always use the five whys as why do you want to do that? Come back and tell me your fifth why and I'll help you. And then the second part of it is this, don't play the old loyalty card and say, please stay in my team. Don't pigeonhole your people. If they say they want to move into something else, support them to get there. And finally, Mark, the seventh step is stretch to learn. Okay, so I look at three levels of comfort here. The first one is comfortably comfortable. The second one is comfortably uncomfortable. Mm. And the third one is uncomfortably uncomfortable. And it's the role of the manager to keep people in the second one, which is comfortably uncomfortable, which means doing things that you've not done before, but succeeding at them and then growing from it and then going again. So stop not challenging yourself, but stop being distressed and sit in that what I call the learning zone. And that's what a manager's role is, is to help their people to sit in that level of discomfort that helps them grow. Mm. Such valuable advice, Mark. But for business owners or managers that are faced with management issues, what's the one thing you'd suggest they do first? The first question I asked myself when I went through this process was what would happen if I treated my people like humans? Now, that seems like an obvious question, but what I had to work out was what was my part in the mess that I'd found myself in? Not Don't look outwards, look inwards. So the first thing any manager can do is hold the mirror up to themselves, work out what they're bringing that's not working, fix that, and then they have the ability to start managing and leading outwards. That was speaker, author and coach Mark Labusque. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.